From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. Matt, how are you today? Doing really good. Happy to be here with you. Happy to be with uh, our church listeners as we check in. We're in a momentum now, three weeks in a row with the pod. Yes, it feels good to be back. I feel like now we're officially back because yeah. we've we've proven ourselves to be faithful. Sure. I mean, I guess, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Except we're recording this on a Monday afternoon. Yeah. I'm feeling a little tired, unfiltered. So oh, this is trouble. <laughs> we, we, we could go off the rails even more than normal right now. I know. I took a, I'm feeling a little tired, like physically. I took a half day vacation today because okay. my kids were off school. Yeah. Or my one child at home is off school. Yeah. What'd you do? And we went surfing uh-huh. at Doheny and it was fun. Yeah. It was you a know, good day. You, you get a little like, you know, you get out there in the waves and the wind and the, yeah. and you get a little, little sleepy feeling totally from that. And then we went to like a two hour meeting just now that we got out of. And yep, so that's probably why I do. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, hopefully you guys are doing well mm-hmm. as you are out there listening to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be uh, talking about some exciting stuff today, <laughs> but we're just continuing our like discussion of different spiritual practices. Right. We're in this whole life with God series at church. So it's fun to just kind of talk about these different um, spiritual practices or spiritual yep. disciplines. Um, you said something yesterday too, that said it's not life over God, not life under God. It's life with God. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Tell us what you meant. Cause you didn't get a chance to totally expand on that yesterday. Right. Yeah. I just, um, <laughs> thanks for that question, by the way, Matthew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I just like, man, like the whole point of this is like, we want to be with God. Like we want to spend time with him. I think we're Typically, at least this is the way I think a lot is more like I need to do stuff for God. Hmm. And I also kind of want God to do stuff for me. Mm -hmm. And this is more being with him, Mm -hmm. right? Just the gift is being with him. You know, Um, I like that. There's uh, one of those songs that we sang. It says um, something like more than anything you can do. I just want you Mm -hmm. like uh, it's not like I don't want just the stuff, like it's more than just what you can do for me. God, I just want to be with you. And, uh, that's cool. So that's what I mean by life with God. This is about, this is about that. I had a thing, uh, about five years ago and I may have like even described this publicly before. So I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but, um, I was getting a ton of anxiety before I would preach. Um, Mm. and it would kind of manifest itself in feeling lightheaded before I got up there. When I walked up to the platform, um, particularly on Sunday mornings here at Calvary, I was just feeling this. Um, yeah. And there's even some little backstory there. I did a wedding during that season. It was outside at the beach and I was having to yell really loud. And then all of a sudden I kind of got like lightheaded. I had my tie was tight. Oh. And I think that triggered this fear in me that like, oh, if you were speaking in front of people and it'd be so embarrassing if you passed out. So anyway, yeah. it was like this season yeah. where I was like really struggling with this. Yeah, that's and serious. I actually had Des uh, Elrod and yeah. our prayer team pray with me over this. Uh, feeling of anxiety. And it was really interesting as we were praying, um, someone in the group asked the question, well, where do you see God when you um, preach? Yes. Have I told you the story before? No, no, no. But okay. that is like kind of the, that's like their, that prayer ministry, that's kind of like their central question okay. yeah. in your, in your issues in life. It's like, right. where is God in relation to you? Yeah. So yeah. my quick answer to that was God is in the front row smiling as Ooh. I'm, as I'm teaching. But then it was written some great wisdom discernment Someone in that group then said, can you 
can you think through that, pray through that for a moment? Is that really where God is in, mm. in the relation to, and of course we know, we know theologically God is omniscient, ever present. Like yes. he's everywhere. He is in, above but, all of but it. I think the point was, where do I see him when mm-hmm. I'm teaching? And that's why I'm like, Lord, is that accurate? Are you in the front row smiling, mm. happy, pleased? And then I felt like there was this sense of, no, God's not watching me in the front row. God is with me and we go. are partnering together yeah. in this teaching. Mm. Um, and as the, as the leader in me is kind of the, the definite under shepherd, but it was revolutionary in my thinking of how to teach preach of like, wow, I'm doing this with God. I'm not doing it for God. Yes. Does that make sense? It's kind yes. of what you're just saying yes. with the idea of being with God. Yeah, that is, that's super interesting actually. Um, Cause yeah, we could place God in all sorts of ways that seem like a good, it, it seems good. Like he's in the right. front row smiling, like, good job, yeah. buddy. Right. Like, yeah. um, or did you think that, did you think that God needed your sermon? Like right. he needs to listen to right. you or like something? Maybe like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was more like I would, I think the underlying issue was I was trying to impress God. Right. Exactly. With my teaching. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's wise. And yeah. it's such a good question to even just kind of pray yeah. through, like yeah, with any of your, like our stuff, like yeah. in life, like where, right. where is God in relation to us right now with this, you know, is he above us with a magnifying glass and we're like a little ant, right. you know, or, and he's trying to, you know, yeah. smite us if we slip up or, mm-hmm. you know, or is he, I don't know. Is yeah. He, like my, my wife started a new job two weeks ago. Um, she's a nurse and she started a, a new clinic. And she just texts me, you know, one of those first days, like, pray for me. I'm walking in right now mm-hmm, from the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And like, how cool would it be in all of our jobs as we're walking in to know God's with yes. us. Yeah. With us. In this. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And that's like, that's what we want for this series is, mm-hmm. is it's kind of like this whole thing. Maybe even we could talk about that like on a Sunday, but it's more of how can you be placing yourself in sort of situations where it is that God is with you in it. So Mm -hmm. like, that's why we have to sometimes get away and be alone. And it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. I get it. You're with me here, God. Or, uh, and then, then hopefully that reminds us after some time in solitude of, okay, I I get it. God's with me. Now I can go to work and realize God's with me. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But like, we need these practices, these disciplines, whether that's fasting or reading the Bible or praying or whatever, kind of help us like remember that and experience that and take that into the other realms of our life. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Huh? Yeah. So that's the prayer for this series. Yeah. So yesterday you talked about scripture. Yes. You came out fired up. You came out <laughs> fired up yesterday. Like first 10 minutes of your sermon, you were just like, guys, this matters. This yes. is meaningful. Yes. Where did that come from? I just was like, I genuinely was reflecting on this question that uh, I've been trying to think through for every sermon I do now. Mm. And it's a question of why do people need to hear this message? Mm. Like, what's the need? What is the like, yeah, what's sort of the why in the middle of whatever this sermon is like, you know, and, and so I'm trying to reflect on that and trying to help like people, I just want to get people to a place of, of understanding that not just talk about like, just talk about this stuff. There's all sorts of good stuff you can talk about in a sermon. You can talk about a passage, you can talk about a topic, but it felt like I, I want to get them like into this mode of like, why do we need this? And I was just thinking and dwelling on that. And then it really was like, it was the gospel that started popping out to me. And mm-hmm. so that's why I went on that little, uh, extra, extra fired up good pre- preaching rant. moment. Yeah. 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 Good rants. 
um, on on what we've learned from the Bible. And it was just like, we've learned the whole story. Like we've mm. learned everything. Like, so, yeah. yeah. So I got fired up for that. Yeah. You said something in the middle of that diatribe <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, if you say you're a follower of Jesus and you've never read the whole Bible, like basically you're like, why? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what are you doing? That? Yeah. Are you seeing like, and we're not like picking on anyone in particular, but like, are you seeing like us as a church or even just the greater, you know, Christian community? Yeah. I feel like they're, I don't know, not as intentional or serious about reading the scriptures. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't have data on that necessarily. I know we could probably easily find some of that data. But Barna. It's, Barna. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you could Google Barna research <laughs> and find that data out. But I do think like in that room, you know, where, um, where the sermon is taking place, I guarantee hundreds of people in there, right. Haven't read through the whole Bible. Mm. And I was just thinking about that. Like, I just feel like it's, that's pretty much a guarantee that they haven't read through the whole Bible mm. and maybe they've read a lot of it or they've studied the, the grand themes and understand like yeah. what it's saying. But I'm just like, man, you imagine basing your entire life and eternity on something, you might as well maybe just read the whole book. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it might be one topic to just go start to finish on. That's a good sentence. You might just want to read the book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's just, that even wasn't, I don't think that was even, uh, that was one of those moments that wasn't written in my notes. Yeah. Like that just kind of, I just thought about that maybe in that moment. spirit filled in that moment. Right. Yeah. And I hope I, I don't mean that to be like, coming down on people about it, but it's just like, Hey, go for it. Well, I read this great book, God joy. And it was talking about guilt versus shame. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So hopefully it was, <laughs> it was good guilt that produces yeah. repentance or yeah. produces even some transformation. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We need conviction. We need challenge like mm -hmm. in our lives. Hopefully it's not shaming, but we need it. So, and that was even, I was kind of, I think there's a part where I was like, Hey, like, yeah, spend your, five minutes, spend your 20 minutes, spend those smaller times or read your chapter thing. Yeah. But like, maybe if you have never done it in your life, make it a goal to read the whole thing. Yeah. And so I think that's helpful. That's really good. Um, so have you done it yet? Have you read the whole Bible? Yeah. Since uh, the challenge yesterday, I've actually <laughs> haven't slept. Night. That's yeah. why I'm unfiltered right now. <laughs> have you, <Perfect>. you said, <laughs> if you're a follower of Jesus, maybe you should read the book. Yeah. Um, have you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever watch a movie rather than read the book for like a book report? Oh, yeah, I did a couple of times, although I was kind of a, a goody kid, kind of nerd. And I really was a pretty big reader. Yeah. So most wasn't of the time, a big deal for you to, yeah. Most of the time I liked reading the book, but so here's the thing that I, I hate Shakespeare. I really don't like Shakespeare. I don't know any, anyone that says they like it's pretending. Dude. So like, this is a deal in my house. Okay. We argue about this, like, which sounds like just total nerds that we argue about this, but uh, if you don't know, listener, my wife is a English teacher, a high school English teacher. She's literally teaching a class called British literature right now. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think that's a unique person, right? But even she says she doesn't really enjoy just reading Shakespeare, but uh, she really appreciates Shakespeare. Uh -huh. It's like that. I'm trying to think of who a good band would be like, like a band that, you know, is like meaningful or like made an impact yeah like i don't really like prince everybody talks about how prince is like so kind of changed the game or yeah. something like that in music and i'm just like i don't really want to listen to prince music like yeah. sorry i just don't like it yeah but you can recognize oh i see that that was a like a important movement in like music yeah or another like another genre would be like picasso like 
Picasso and just his modern art. Like it's not, it's not pleasing to me, but you can recognize the genius of it. Right. Is that kind of how Shakespeare is? Game recognizes game, bro. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Like that. Like, I mean, and I'm not, I like you. Did you watch a Shakespeare movie then rather than do the, yeah. And then you're like, Oh man, this is like just as bad. (laughs) It's rough. We tried to rewatch that. Um, you know, the Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet. We tried to rewatch that with, with Ella. Cause we we're like, Oh, this could be like a good way for you yeah. to like get this get introduced. Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, let's turn this off. This is so brutal. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm terrible. My wife's going to kill me for this, but, <laughs> but, um, but it's crazy though. Like something like Shakespeare, like it's all over our modern language. Like yeah. just so many expressions that we use. Yeah, you're right. Stuff like that are like actually from Shakespeare. To be or not to be. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what's, um, what's that from? Do you know? Is it from <laughs> Hamlet? Good job. Whoa. Good job. Dude. That's because yeah. I, I watched the movie with Mel Gibson. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's move on from but that. Yeah, I like, why we're if you're going to be that. a follower of Jesus, you got to read the book. Yeah, right? read the book. Don't just watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> watch The Chosen. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Chosen's like, uh, so I'm pretty, I got to say, like, I'm pretty negative on most Christian films. Uh-huh. Like I just, it feels like we're not putting the best product out there most sure. of the time. And you can kind of feel a little bit of that. Like, oh, I'm embarrassed. Like I'm part of this camp of Christians, right? you know? And then I feel like we put out the stuff that's a little corny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the chosen, I think is just really good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I really like it. Yeah. It feels authentic. Mm-hmm. It feels like it shows you like kind of like a, the actual human side of Jesus mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kind of like the, because I obviously I think, um, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Where mm. the crucifixion movie with Mo, that Mo, oh, Passion of Christ, Passion of yeah. Christ, yeah. Um, but that movie is also like really well made. It's really yeah. intense. You and I have watched that like yeah, a ton of many times. times. We yeah. used to we used to do that on Good Friday together mm-hmm. with a service here at church. And um, but like I love like the cutaways in that, like the little yeah. flashbacks where he's younger, he's hanging out with his mom, or he's yeah. like doing carpentry yeah those are well done yeah i like yeah. seeing some of that kind of side of things yeah it's fun anyway sorry i'm digressing I, no i have a digress on the passion okay, okay. <laughs> so for whatever reason i was a high school pastor back when that movie came out and i had gotten the idea of like hey let's invite some high school families kids to like go watch the passion when it first came out so i actually called <laughs> edwards theater and said hey we'd like to rent a theater uh, for this movie the passion of the christ of the christ and they're like oh we don't do that we don't rent theaters this was like way back <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. time and i was like oh okay and uh, i was like well is there anyone i could talk to about like doing that and so they're like threw me up the chain of command yeah and i eventually called edwards corporate and uh, talked to somebody and they're like oh let me get back to you i, I don't know i haven't really considered this before but they're like open to it in some ways so yeah. a few days went by and then i called back the number <laughs> at that point like things had blown up in the week and they're like, press one if you're calling for the passion of the Christ. Press two if you have a general question. So like churches just all of a sudden mobilized yes. and we're renting out theaters. Yeah. And uh, and so we did at Calvary. We, we rented yeah. out, I think we might have done two showings. Yeah. If I remember of just so. Calvary people. Raise your hand if you were there, listeners, if you were there. Yeah, we were both there. My hand's up. Yep. Yeah, at the Irvine Spectrum. Yeah, that was really we cool. Watched, or was it, no, Tesla Marketplace? I thought it was Spectrum. It might have been Spectrum, yeah. Man, yeah, whatever. Best place to watch a movie now? I think Spectrum. Yeah, it still is, huh? I think Spectrum, unless you're uh, maybe Big Newport. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like going there sometimes, but I think Spectrum's better. Yeah. Although I think I think one of the great uh, inventions of our time is like the 
reserve a seat kind of recliner seat theater experience thing like i just love that it just takes all the stress out of it you know i thought that the whole delivery of dinner to your seat would be better than it was i mean it was it's yeah, cool but it kind of distracts you yeah i don't like i don't love that either yeah but <laughs> i'm a big popcorn guy though oh really yeah i, love, I didn't know that i love I would, popcorn we've been friends for 21 years i've never known this about very you. buttery popcorn i like making my own popcorn at home okay got a little air popper oh uh, i love it you have an air fryer well, we do have an air fryer. I'm, I'm like mad at myself that I we even bought it. We bought it for B for like Mother's Day or something because she wanted it, but I don't like it. Huh. I'm just so I'm a little bit of a purist when it comes to cooking. Okay, and I don't like the gimmicky. I don't like the instant pot. I don't like the air fryer. Uh-huh. People like people out there are gonna hate on me for this yeah. this take, but it's my take. Huh. How about you? Well, we had a meeting here at Calvary uh, a few months ago, and in and out had just opened up down the street, Ooh, yeah. which now you've been to. I have been to it. Yeah, after our last talk. But uh, <laughs> So we brought in and out in, and one of the guys brought an air fryer because he figured the fries would be cold. Oh, I love that. So he brought an air fryer to our meeting. To our meeting. That's <laughs> pure genius. Yeah. Oh, man, I want to know who that is so bad, I but know. maybe I won't ask on the air. Here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want embar- to embarrass him. But. Oh, I like that, though. I think that's actually a good idea. It seems like possibly <laughs> the best use of an air fryer is to rewarm in and out French fries. Yeah, that's probably true. They, they do get cold really quickly. Really quickly. Yeah. If you're not eating them instantly, I say don't even get them. <laughs> don't get them. That's true. Just get an extra cheeseburger. Yeah. That's for sure. That could be your side dish. You have a double double with a side of cheeseburger. All right, so for Jordan, who's tracking this, we went from fries to movie theaters yeah. to Passion of the Christ. Oh, back to the Chosen. Back to the Chosen, and then to In and Out, and then we'll uh, we'll move on. So, okay, yeah. So we we talked about this spiritual practice of Scripture, right? So how can you take in the Word of God? Um, it like I talked about. I honestly talked about something that I really don't do that often, Mm. like hardly at all is the listening to the Bible thing. Like, um, but I also enjoy reading. So like, I know for some people like the audio book situation is a lot better. So I take, I said, Hey, like some things you can do is like, listen, read, study, memorize. And then, then we got to meditation as well. But, um, do you ever listen to audiobook Bible? I've tried a few times. There's a, there's actually a a guy out of Redeemer in New York. Who's a trained method actor. Who's done a lot of the recordings and he does that NIV one, but I don't know. It's kind of hard for me. Yeah. I was doing the dwell Bible app for a while. Like we had a free year subscription to that, but then it it like ran out Mm -hmm. and, but it was kind of expensive actually. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to do it myself, but it was, I actually enjoyed doing that one. Mm -hmm. So you, you know, I would do like, shorter chunks let's say like uh some some epistle that can be done in 15 minutes yeah. or 20 minutes or whatever and just sit and kind of i would almost use that as like a like a way of like chilling out like yeah. just like rest close my eyes and just headphones and listen to that so i yeah. would do that some i think it's a great use of it yeah yeah and i think there's a lot of like different um like learning styles mm-hmm. right so i think that's a, a good one for folks that reading is tough for mm-hmm. but i don't do it that often quite honestly mm-hmm. Um, or if you have a long commute and yeah. you have time to listen to stuff and obviously you're not going to be reading your phone as you're driving on the 405, yeah, but exactly. that'd be a great use of that time. Yeah, that's true. That would be really good. Um, do you know, I have like, I have an opinion about worship music. That's uh this could be a hot take too. You want my hot take yeah, on let's worship hear this music? Is for, so first you're blowing up <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. What's your hot take? So I don't like to listen to worship music casually. Huh. 
So I don't like when you're painting a fence. Yes. Or driving in my car. I, okay. Sometimes driving my car, I will, I will, if I, but it's only if not just to sit and kind of, I wouldn't mm-hmm. with other people in my car. It would only be by myself and I'm going to like worship. Okay. So I only like to listen to worship music if I'm going to fully engage in it. Okay. So that, why, why, <laughs> what's the, what's the fear? I know. I don't, I feel like it feels like it becomes like mundane white noise for me. And mm-hmm. I feel like I want it to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. So like I sit there. So like, I do like to do headphones cause I like things to be really loud for some mm-hmm. reason for me, like when it comes to my own personal thing. So I yeah. do headphones, loud worship music, either on a hike or just like laying down in my backyard or in my bed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll just listen to it really loud yeah. or even like in the morning on the way to church, sometimes just like my own commute, I'll turn it on turn a worship song on really loud and just listen to it. It's a very short commute. So it kind of like will then kind of ground me, you Mm -hmm. know, in the Lord and just kind of focusing on the right things. So yeah, I like to do that, but I don't, I feel like when it, for me, when I listen to it, just sort of, it's just like in the house or something, it feels like it just kind of becomes like, I don't know. I think like it's more meaningful than that. It's like not bad to do that because it's obviously good to just have good things playing around you. Right. But for some reason, it's like the kind of worship music that we would like sing in church. I like to keep like for a worship experience, mm-hmm. whether that's personal or in a group setting. Mm-hmm. Now that I, I mean, I like Christian music too, you know, some other like Christian music, mostly like older stuff, but like from my nineties life. But <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. I don't know if you have any like little quirks like that with you or you. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean my whole life, my whole life is quirkiness. So. <laughs> Um, I mean, I appreciate what you're saying. You're saying you don't, it feels like you're cheapening it or you're just not, you're not being intentional with it. So therefore, if you can't be intentional with it, it feels unintentional and that just doesn't feel right for you. Yeah. And it's not like i I'm not saying it's bad. Okay. I'm not, you know, it's just not good for me. There's people that listen to 95.9 or whatever their radio stations are and just have that in the background throughout their day when they're working. Yeah. And, and that's great. It's just <laughs> I had not good for me. My seventh grade math teacher, uh, she was like the sweetest lady. Her name was Mrs. Marks. And she would listen to classical music all during our class. Oh, wow. And finally someone goes, Mrs. Marks, why do you listen to classical music as you're teaching us? And she goes, because kids, I have a tendency to say bad words. And (laughs) this classical music calms me down so I don't say bad words. And the rest of us were like, shock. (laughs) (laughs) So I get people who maybe just feel like their job has some anxiety to it or their life does. And they're like, oh, I just need to have worship music kind of playing as... Mm-hmm. even white noise in my life to even just remind me to chill or to, mm-hmm. to focus my thoughts on God. So I, I can see both sides. You have to do that. Cause you only, your only music you actually listen to is like Eminem and NWA and like some super like hardcore, like <laughs> cussing rap music. Yeah, I guess so. That's why for you, huh, Matt? Yeah, that's my, that's definitely my issue. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, uh, by the what way. Are my, what are my worship quirks? Um, or whatever. Yeah. I'll, that's to, I'll get back to you on that. I know. I, I don't know if I could have answered that question. I've had enough thought of that one. <laughs> I got one digre- another digression. Okay, Today's go. digression day. Yeah. I saw something today that made me think of you that I wanted to buy for you. And <laughs> I want to know if you would accept this gift. Okay. Okay. So if you don't know, Matt is a huge Oakland A's fan. Like yes. really big, really big yes. Oakland A's fan. I write for a blog. Yes. And the Oakland A's, their color schemes, like primarily green, green and yellow, right? Yep. Uh, and so then I'm, you know, as someone that lives here in Orange County, I'm a, a, a 
I almost said A's fan. That scared oh. me. Uh, I'm an Angels. Working. I'm an Angels fan. Uh-huh. I started to be like, I don't know what to call them because I call them the Anaheim Angels. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so like I'm an Angels fan and primary colors are red. So now I thought about, I, well, I saw today someone wearing a bright green hat that mm-hmm. had the A was an Angels A. Blasphemy. So I was like, Oh, I want to buy that for Doan. And I wondered if you would wear it. Oof. <laughs> you know, so I had a blessing to go to an Angels game against the Tigers a few weeks ago. Mm. And so I was rooting for the Angels. Like, my team's not oh, playing. True, true, true. You're in their stadium. Yes. I probably would wear it in that scenario. Okay. But I am going tomorrow night to with- the A's Angels game. Yes, with me. And I'll be wearing full A's gear. <laughs> oh, rough. Yeah. I will come in full angels gear, at least, a, at least a Jersey, just Excellent. to like keep us honest here. Yeah. We're fulfilling, um, a prize, <laughs> yeah. uh, to a sweet couple in our church who wanted our leadership event. They said <laughs> the prize was an angels game night with, uh, pastors, Eric and Matt. Yes. So I think they won I know. by winning yeah, that. It's a I consequence. Think. Yeah. <laughs> it's a punishment. <sighs> so we'll be doing that tomorrow yeah, night, but yeah, that'll be fun. All right. I just wanted to see. I thought that could help you. Or yeah. if your kids ever get like the little league team gets chosen as the angels, then that yeah. could be your. I like, have always, when it comes to sports, protest. felt a little tension of we live three exits from Angel Stadium. Yes. We live 30 minutes from SoFi. Yes. And from um, Staples or uh, whatever yeah, it's called. Exactly. Now. Exactly. And I've trained my kids to all like Bay Area, Northern California teams. I feel a little bad about that. Yeah. I get that. I get that. <laughs> My dad came from Vancouver, but he decided to become a Ducks fan instead of a Canucks fan because yeah. he's he's a hockey guy. But yeah. do you guys still go to a game every two uh, times a year? We have not been this year for his his uh, his walking is a little harder yeah, in that setting. Tough. That's on another those easy stadium. Yes. Too. Yeah. Okay. Scripture. Okay. Back into scripture. So, like, what, let's see. What are the things about it we want to talk? We talked about like studying, reading, mm-hmm. studying. Like, what kind of apps and stuff like that do you like? You know, do you use yeah. some of that kind of stuff? Yeah, I thought. Y- you gave some really good practical ideas, advice for that. I think um, the Bible Gateway is a good one just to see different translations. Uh-huh. I think that's kind of a fun one. Even you challenged us like, hey, maybe it's weekly. You, you go a little bit deeper into something and study. Mm-hmm. So I think there's um, there's Bible Hub too, which you can kind of cheat to the oh, Greek yeah. a little bit. Cheating meaning like you can click to the Greek and it will break it down for you really simply. Mm-hmm. In fact, I use that almost every time I preach, I'll go to biblehub.com, mm. type in the passage, and then kind of look through there. Okay. Um, you, you don't use the the step Bible one that we used to no, use? No, I did. I use that. I know. I did for a long time, but okay. for some reason, I've just gotten away from okay. it. Okay. Um, and then um, you mentioned Bible Project, which yep. is a great podcast. They have their videos. I think yep. that's always helpful. Yeah. Uh, if you're doing like Bible in a year and you hit the book of Ruth, Mm-hmm. Go pop on the Bible Project, you know, overview of Ruth. It'll give you such, yeah, like guides help on that. I haven't done there because they have like reading plans, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I haven't done those with them, but you can kind of like read along, yeah. and then they give you helps and prompts along the way. Yeah, for... my wife Marie loved it. She okay. did it for a while. It was really okay. fun. That's cool. Um, what else did you mention on Sunday? Uh, help me out. I talked about uh, well, just you version, I guess. Yeah, 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 obviously. Yeah, and then right now media. Yeah. So that was a good reminder to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right now media is like, I think something that people just don't know. That's why I was trying mm-hmm. to say it. Like that you've got this whole massive library of yeah. video studies that you could just do. You don't have to pay for anything. Yep. We've, we've actually paid for that for you. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. If you go to calvarylife.org, click on the resources on the top bar, and then that'll 
like bring a drop down thing to Bible resources. And then it's got all that stuff, like how to get to all that stuff there. If you forgot. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty cool. And then we talked about your youth pastor too, just real yeah, briefly. Dan Kimball. Yeah. How not to read the Bible, because I think the Bible for a lot of people, you can get hung up on some stuff that is like, Whoa, what am I reading about? Slavery, mm-hmm. genocide, yeah. like some of these hard topics. And so if you're just doing a one year Bible plan and you start getting into some crazy stuff in the middle of the Torah or some of the, like just some of the other old Testament narratives that are seem a little intense where right. um, this, I think that book could really help give you some good, like some good thoughts of how to process through that. And like, w- what's some of the, also the deeper, like the t- contextual what's going on in the context of the time and what yeah. the book's being written into and kind of helps you understand where the Bible's going. With yeah. It. I think that's so we, I mean, that was, Really, in 2022, we've gotten to study such different books of the Bible here on Sunday mornings from uh, the book of Numbers, which is uh, basically a narrative. So it's like this great story. Mm -hmm. And then we jump to Proverbs, which is wisdom, poetry. Yeah. And so we've come across some Proverbs even this summer where it was like, ooh, Proverbs 22, 6, train a child the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. It's like, okay, what do you do with that verse? Is that a promise? Right. Is Is this a promise? Is this kind of a... A, a more of like a prediction of what could happen or what, right. but you definitely read Proverbs 22, six different than you read number 16, mm-hmm, um, for mm-hmm. instance, and, and even to dig into that a little bit, number 16 would be, pers- wouldn't be, um, it's descriptive of what happened. It's not prescriptive. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. We don't wait for, you know, the things that happened to the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. We're not waiting for a donkey yeah. to speak to us necessarily. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, although God could do that if he wanted yep. to, yep. but that's more of a descriptive rather than prescriptive way to live. Proverbs is more of, Hey, here's a promise, not a prediction is what I meant to say. Or no, I said the opposite. So I'm getting I thought you said it right. Now. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, they know um, what you mean. but, and then we're going to look at Luke yes. later on in 22, 23. And that's again, narrative story with mm-hmm. major themes that, that Luke's pointing at. And mm-hmm. so to help understand that's huge. Yeah, Absolutely. And that every single one is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I was even saying at the beginning of the proverb series, there's like a proverb that says something like, uh, kind of like buy gifts for people and you'll get your way more. Like it's kind of <laughs> what that proverb is like. That's right. a, kind of the paraphrase of that proverb. But I'm like, that's not a command. Yeah. That's not a biblical command to say you have to go buy gifts for people that you're trying to work with, let's mm-hmm. say, but it's, it's wisdom. It's saying, look, it's probably going to help you out. Yeah. Like, you know, that that's, that's, that's some, if you bought me a green angels hat, that would help me. Dang, that was so good. Full circle. Yes. Okay. I'm going to buy you a green angel's hat then. <laughs> Only if you promise to wear it. We'll see. At least once a week. Just kidding. <laughs> You're like, for my chores, my backyard, and I'm going to ruin it. Uh, okay. So, yeah. But I think that's that's pretty cool. Like, just yeah. you got to understand different. And, and Dan Kimball does a good job of helping you know what you're reading. Yeah. Uh, you know, he has some thoughts like never read a Bible verse. Always. Right. And I think that comes into, he has another thought that was like, the Bible is a library, not a book. Yes. And so that's all, the library has all sorts of different kinds of books. Yes. And that's what that's the good. Bible is. And so mm-hmm. it's helpful before you just start reading some book of the Bible, just know what kind of book you're reading. Yep. Yeah. And then, then you know what to expect. Yeah. Like, and also how to respond to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So that's helpful. And like I said on Sunday too, like, this is an important area to be discipled in and to also help disciple others in, depending on your level of knowledge or experience with this. Uh, You really want to ask for help. If you haven't done this stuff before, 
ask for help. And like I said, there's a ton of people right here at this church that would actually like love if you said, I need some help on how to read the Bible. They would crave it. Yeah. Jim McCarty's another one, trained at Talbot. Yeah. Uh, Doug Sorensen <clears throat> is yeah. one. You mentioned Tom Baylor. Oh, yeah, I to mention Doug Sorensen. Um, Cameron Willis. Yep. yep. Um, Regina Garriott. But I'm Jim McCarty is on our staff. I said our staff too. I you realize you didn't but, mention yeah. my name. No, no. I said our staff, all everybody wearing a name tag. I said, and then I said, in addition to those people, here's a few names. Huh. You're, you, or I guess maybe you just forget to wear your name tag. <laughs> so you don't think it was you. <laughs> That's probably it. <laughs> no, no, of course. Of course you, Matthew Calvin Doan. Um, <laughs> you have a great a theologian's name in your very name. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I guess I have, you know, uh, one of the authors of the Bible in my name. Eric Paul. Eric, Eric Paul. Yeah. Okay, so you talk about memorizing too. I appreciate your confession because it kind of made me feel better too. You're like, I used to be a lot more into yeah. memorizing when I was kind of in a system of a school that you know yeah. gave us grades for this. Yeah, exactly. uh, the kids here at Calvary Christian School, you might not know this, but the kids K through eighth memorize a scripture. Actually, I think K through fifth memorize a scripture every Friday. Oh yeah. So they like give a report of what they've yeah. heard, which is it's. It can be great. You I mean, careful that it doesn't become just something you spit out yeah. and then have no, it doesn't no impact on your life. Like you were talking about James, book of James saying, you know, look in a mirror and then yes. walk away. Yes. <laughs> that can definitely happen even in memory. Yeah. But you know, you were, spirit was using your words to like even convict me a bit of like, oh, I need, I need to just exercise that muscle a little just bit. Of, give it a shot again. Yes. Right? Like, yeah, I agree. Yes. I think that's, that's probably helpful. It's interesting. I, I was had in my notes, but it ended up getting edited out. Like, and I also just didn't want to be negative about this necessarily, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'm not trying to be negative now either, I guess. But Podcast is built for negativity. <laughs> a little long, more long form. We'll get into all the, the little nitty gritties. <laughs> but I was like, my experience of growing up in Christian school was vast majority. Great. Huh. One negative for me though, is that I, st- I felt, I think I felt extra guilt about the Bible because it became a subject in school for me instead of like only something I would do because I chose to, let's say, um, or I was being like mentored by my parents or other important people in my life. Um, so like it kind of started to mess with my head later on when I wouldn't, when I, like when I wouldn't finish my plan on time or something like that, Mm -hmm. it would feel like I would feel when I didn't get my homework in Mm -hmm. on time. I can get that. And I don't think that's like God cares about that. You know, I don't think that's something God cares about. Totally. So I think it's just important. Like it's good to have those kind of like strict structures. It can be very helpful, but it's also probably pretty important to process through that as you get older. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, cause you went to public school, right? Yeah. I went to public school, um, through high school. So I didn't have necessarily that like grade attached to it, but I did experience that. I went to Biola when then went to seminary at Talbot, uh, afterwards. And sometimes they joke cemetery, (laughs) uh, (laughs) seminary is really cemetery because it's where your faith goes to feel dead. Yeah. Just such a sad implication, but you start studying the Bible as a textbook and you start losing the idea that it's about a relationship with, Mm -hmm. um, the one who authored, inspired it. So, yeah. Yeah, so I definitely felt that in that season of mm-hmm. my life. <laughs> I remember we had a class on hermeneutics, which is like the study of the Bible. And um, we were going through one particular passage um, where we're saying, you know, nine out of 10 people misinterpret this passage. But, you know, here's the context. Here's what it's really saying. And then I literally got in my car to drive from La Mirada back here to Santa Ana that night. And I turned on one of the Christian radio stations here and they were mis 
teaching that yeah, very yeah. passage that we had uh, talked about. And I was like, ah, oh, I can never listen to this preacher again. <laughs> and so it kind of like messed with me a little bit yeah. for that season of like either analyzing every single thing I heard or looking at it as a textbook. So yeah, I could see how memory could spill into that yep. very easily. Yep. And so just don't do that to yourself then with your reading plan. Like in, in the YouVersion Bible app, it's like, as you, if you're using a plan in there and like actually using, like reading it on your phone, it'll take you through it. And like, as you turn the page to the next chapter, it like checks a checkbox and it's very satisfying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it checks the checkbox mm-hmm. and I can get like, you know, sort of want that little, whatever that little yeah. dopamine hit that right. that does. It's in like your a brain. like in social media. Yeah, or something. It's, yeah. Totally, it's like a like <laughs> in social media. Uh, but just so, yeah. So don't turn the Bible into a school subject for yourself yeah. and also be careful kind of in the seminary way. Don't, as you start to learn more about the Bible, don't become prideful, yeah. you know, cause it's like good to know the right way to interpret the text and the right mm-hmm. way to interpret a passage. But it's also like, I think we go through like a phase where we get like, we, we start to like learn about something and then we get really prideful about, mm-hmm. oh, we know more than all these other people, like right. what you were saying. And then we kind of like go to another point where we realize we know it, but we don't need to like judge other people. We can just help people yeah. loving, lovingly. Um, and we're not necessarily better because we screw up along the way, like all right. the time. You know? Right. I'm sure I've, I'm sure I've misinterpreted or, or given a soft, totally. easy interpretation of a passage you know because especially like when you cross-reference in a sermon yeah and then you don't really dig into the cross-reference as deeply as you did the primary text yeah i don't know if people like are just like completely bored by what i'm saying (laughs) no i mean i'm i'm with you i know that's something i think that we both have like a godly fear about yeah when we're prepping a message to give to our church family is like oh lord help me not to do something here that's not according to what yes. your intention is for this passage. Yes. But I, yeah, of course I know that I have, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you probably just need to open my archives <laughs> and be like, Oh, he messed up on that one. Yeah, messed up on there that it one. Was. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that memorization one though was good for me. I want to, can you hold me accountable? Okay. Okay. My first passage I'm going to memorize is John eleven thirty five. <laughs> Done. Jesus wept. Good job. Okay. John eleven thirty five. In the message it says bro cried. <laughs> Does it really? No. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got one. Um okay, so let's talk then about the last thing we did, which mm-hmm. was the whole Lectio Divina thing. Yeah. Uh which is means divine reading. Mm-hmm. Um my daughter was trying to act like I had the Latin wrong. Because <laughs> my daughter's taking Latin at oh, Orange funny. Lutheran. Yeah. And she was just like, Oh, I think you got your Latin wrong, Dad. What's it supposed to? Yeah, but she didn't know. Oh. Please. She's 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 at that stage of being prideful. I just appreciate she was listening. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. She's <laughs> poor kid has to sit in the front row. Um, but yeah, but um, I was like, I don't know, man. I got I just get this off every single. It's like every single resource has these words spelt this way. Of, yeah. Of lectio, uh, meditatio, oratio, and contemplatio. <laughs> um, but yeah, these stages of it sounds so weird and yeah, I don't know complicated I or thought something. it was funny you're like it sounds weird because it's latin yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and it is and it is and like i even said on sunday like i don't know it's kind of interesting to just stop and think because mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah when did when did this like when did this originate right and it was um benedict so saint benedict which was literally in the 500s mm-hmm. so that's a long time ago mm-hmm. And you have to remember back then, I mean, you had the Orthodox Church in the East, right? You had kind of that 
Greek, Orthodox, like whatever, and just everything else towards the, e- the Eastern Orthodox Church. And then you had the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and that's all there was. Yeah. There was no Protestant church. Right. So sometimes people get a little tripped out by some of this stuff because they're like, oh, is this a, is this a Catholic a, thing? Feels a little mystical. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not Catholics. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand what is in this, like what's what mystical means, like mm-hmm. at some level, like it's just... You know, these people might be called mystics, but that yeah. created it. But yeah. this is just like ask the spirit of God to speak to you as you're reading the Bible. Right. Um, I mean, I think the danger in this form of practice is eisegesis, which is the idea that you don't do what we talked about before, which you take a word out of a verse and then you run with it mm-hmm. rather than seeing it within the context of. Yeah the paragraph, the the book, the theme, the whole story yeah, of the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think maybe that, I mean, that could be a danger yeah, in that. Sense. Yeah. But I think the heart here is that, Lord, it's more of prepare my heart to receive. Yes, yes. Than help me to find some hidden knowledge. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why that's not, and that's why I think why this is, um, this is kind of like, devotional reading or prayerful reading versus deep study. Mm-hmm. And um, there's sort of a difference, I guess. And I think that there's a place for different kinds of ways to read the Bible. Um, but I, I totally like understand and respect that danger that you don't want to just like, Oh, well it says, you know, we did Psalm 34 and it says like he, he answers my prayers. So mm-hmm. therefore God answers my prayers the way I want all the time. Cause yeah. I read, he answers, he heard me and answers my prayers. Right. Um, I think you can sort of make that mistake if you're also like, I think you make that mistake. Any form, any, of, reading. Any form yeah. of reading the yeah. Bible. Um, but like my, my hope and prayer is that as the Holy spirit is guiding us, it's like, gui- like the spirit's guiding us towards truth. Mm-hmm. So we're asking the spirit to guide that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's some weirder ways of doing this or something, yeah. that, you know, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like <laughs> I've actually never seen one of these, but it was like, I felt like it was always talked about when I was young, but the Ouija board, right? Like you're oh, like yeah, guiding yeah, it to yeah, whatever yeah. word or something like that. I know. I actually have never Or like a magic one. eight ball or something yeah. like, yeah. yeah maybe yeah. just if you're like, oh, you're using the scriptures just to find that one word that speaks to you. Like I, should I move to Arizona or should I move to Oklahoma? Oh, yeah, and yeah. the word home was in this verse. So that means Homa. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. But, that's super different. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. Don't use it that way. Definitely now, don't read. Now just to cover though, you had said, I'll, I'll not, I'll not butcher the Latin for your daughter's sake, but yes, the idea is of be ready, read, reflect, respond and rest. Oh, those are all five R's. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, so ready, read, reflect, respond, and then rest. Yes. That's such, I think it's just a great way to approach the scriptures. Exactly. Exactly. So we did that a little bit yesterday. Yes. Um, which of these do you feel like, I think I have mine that you just, Oh Lord, grow me in this area and mm. ready, like preparing your heart before you read Yeah. The actual reading the reflection, the response, or just the resting in it. I mean, it's, maybe it's kind of a hard answer because I guess we could grow in all the areas. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's, this is going to maybe, I don't know if this sounds bad, but I think sometimes I have to, I can even forget to just pray before I read the Bible. Sure. Yeah. Like just, I don't, I skip the get ready part yeah. and just start doing it. And then I might pray after or something mm-hmm. or, or I'll have like separate times of prayer and reading. But I like, I think it's just that whole thing of bringing the whole thing together yeah. is the thing that I forget to do sometimes. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'd be the same way or, yeah. or even just re, not spending time to really reflect like in my best yeah. of days. 
I would, I want to journal what I've just thought about, read about. Totally. But often it's just boom. Yep. Okay. Next thing. Yep. I find that journaling is one of the best things that yeah. I don't do enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like working out. Like, you yeah. know, you should do it. Yes. But yeah. Cause it's always so good. Like even never on my it. sabbatical when I was having sometimes I had probably more journaling time, obviously than like other times in my yeah. life, just cause it's kind of set up for that. Right. But like, even I look back on those journal entries and it's super helpful and encouraging and, mm. and remembering what God was doing in the midst of that moment. Like, cause you can have these times in your life, maybe where you go, let's say you have like a time you set a day to go just be with the Lord in yeah. solitude and silence. But if you don't journal about it, I don't know, like a year goes by or six months goes by even. And you're yeah. kind of like, I remember that was good, but I don't know what, like, I don't know why or what it was. Yeah. And so it's super, I don't know. I actually really like being able to look back on that stuff. Yeah. We got to just be blessed by your journal. We were in a group uh, at our elder retreat yeah, and you true. were reading from your journal, some yeah. things that had happened this summer, some reflections you'd had. It's pretty sacred. Yeah. Like, wow. We're getting to just kind of listen in innocence yep. of some of the things that God was impressing on you. Yep. Things you were hearing, learning. And I don't know, you probably wouldn't have been able to recall it as much. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. He said, leave the A's, go <laughs> to the angels. The angels are God's messengers. <laughs> Maybe with new ownership. <laughs> what if a NorCal person bought the angels? Okay. If we have anyone still listening, they just left, but there's actually a rumor that the Golden State Warriors owner might buy the Okay. So you could be right. Oh my goodness. So there you go. So let's say that person that owns the Warriors that lives in the Bay Area decides to buy the Angels. Will you transfer your allegiance? Only if one other thing happens. We <laughs> sign Steph Curry to yeah. the Angels? No. <laughs> Just kidding. The A's, the A's move out of California. Oh, if there that, you go. And that yeah. could very much happen. But if they do, Vegas? I'm, Vegas? Do, I'm done. You're done yeah. if they go to Vegas, yep. right? Yep. Even though it's technically closer to where we live. <laughs> Something about it. It's wrong. This is good. The people need this information. Yeah. They okay. like it. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what else you want to talk about. I, I mean, it was just a really good Sunday. I mean, these practices are things that, again, like you said, we, they're not vending machines. We don't just do them to acquire favor yeah. gifts from God. We do them to be with God. Yep. And it was just a really good reminder. Some good challenge yesterday. Good invitation. Some good tools that we went over too. Yep. So I'm little, just really hoping yeah. people dive into it. Yeah. Agreed. It's like these talks are a little more, they're kind of like half preaching, half like, uh, I think we do, we, I don't know if we talked about this last mm -hmm. week or just in conversation, but half seminar, you mm -hmm. know, kind of giving people some tools mm -hmm. and uh, excited for you. You're speaking on fasting this week. It's going to be intense. Yeah. Dude. Pray Fasting's for me intense. on that because I feel very inadequate to speak about fasting. It's not a practice <laughs> that I have done very time. often. Yeah. yeah. So I'm actually going to pull up one of our um, world partners, global partners, um, to talk about that with me on Sunday. So nice. I, I think it's going to be really good. There's still time. Today's uh, Monday <laughs> as we're recording this. That's we'll true. see if Matt can do some fasting yeah, in between can, now and Sunday. It's like um, <laughs> binge studying before Cramming, you take like yeah. <laughs> Cram fasting. That's I'm going to do good. the opposite. I'm going to be empty. There you go. Yeah. I promise I will fast for the hour before my sermon. It's like when I go to the dentist, <laughs> I always floss like oh, yeah. a couple days beforehand. And then they always say like, oh, your gums are swollen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's shocking. because I've been flossing. Yeah. For... They're gushing blood. I mean, I floss my... all the time. That's, I'm just saying. There you go. All right. Let's get to the mailbag. All right. That's so terrible. We, we begged for 
listener email last week. Yes, hardcore bagged. I mean, it was in the show notes. Yep. It's like everywhere. And guess what? We got one email. <laughs> Are you sure they typed it? Maybe it was supposed to go somewhere else? Oh, no, no. They're very specific. It's okay. definitely for us. So okay. I'm going to go ahead and read our email from Keely. Okay. All right, Keely, thanks for your email. It says, I'm glad the podcast is back from sabbatical. Thank you, Pastor Matt, for leading us this summer. <laughs> wow, that's good. And then it says, and welcome back, Pastor Eric. I, for one, enjoy the rabbit trails. Really? Yes. Okay, that's good because this episode is chock full. We made this one special. Shakespeare, Edwards Theaters, <laughs> Ace Hats, whatever. Yes. Okay, so then then um, Keely says, I also would love to see a phone free service to Ooh. break us all of the habit, if just for an hour. When you get yeah. to fasting, so they've uh -huh. got recommendations for you for this okay, week. Okay, good. When you get to fasting, although I know we're really trying to focus in on food fasting, but when you get to fasting, she says, a phone fast would be a great suggestion mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. I took a fast from the news on my phone for a month after it was causing such high, <laughs> mm -hmm. sorry, such high anxiety and yeah. sucking up so much time. I want to be mindful of prayer needs locally and in the world, but doom scrolling wasn't helpful. Totally. I kept up on the bare minimum news with the Sunday newspaper in print and the pour over and the daily article podcasts. Um, so yeah, I know like the pour over is kind of like a, like a summary of right. news. So you don't have to just be constantly watching the news. Yeah. Uh, and it's also with a Christian perspective. Um, that's what she says here also. Uh, so she says it was a very, very helpful fast. After the month was over, I went back to checking news on the phone and decided very quickly to back off. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate uh, these reminders for the spiritual disciplines. Thank you for your ministry. That's cool. I know. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Super cool email. Yeah. That, I think fasting from your phone would be brilliant. Even if we just kind of gave a grace-filled invitation to, yes. hey, use this hour to do that. I yeah. hope people are actually staying away from their phones during their Just one during hour church, here, but, but even to be more mindful of that. Have you... Um... <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. This, I've known you so long. I'll answer this truthfully if you promise to. Have you ever... You're literally looking at your phone right now. I just saw you looking at your phone right now. Well, we're having a conversation here, and I see you looking down at your phone. My daughter's tech has <laughs> tried to call me twice during this podcast. So oh, I'm like, what's so going you're on? worried about what's going on. Yeah. I just, you know, maybe this really is a good spiritual <laughs> discipline for you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, have you ever checked your fantasy football team scores Never. Never. during the worship service? I'll take a poly right now. Never. Seriously? <laughs> you're lying, right? I straight up totally have. <laughs> I straight up totally have. If not just for a second, I think I was stressing if I was going to lose the whole... <laughs> We have this punishment if you lose, and I yeah. thought I was going to be the grand loser, but oh. I was a little scared, so I did. Yeah. Yeah, I probably checked. <laughs> it's a, hey, this is a place of grace, is. but and also honesty and vulnerability, yeah. um, and we get it, but yeah. it would be important to not. So I'm trying a new thing, yeah. um, and this is even in anticipation of another message we're going to give in about a month called The Rule of Life. And so yes. Yes. Um, I sent you this book this yes. week. It's really good called The Common Rule, and in The Common Rule, it talks about... Just start with an hour a day stepping away from your phone. Mm -hmm. So pick an hour and maybe even the author says, maybe don't pick an hour where you're like having to be on like yeah, you're at work <laughs> 11 a.m. Yeah, when you're answering no. phone calls or when you have like a family member who's like right. needing to get a hold of you. But try to pick an hour a day just to turn your phone mm -hmm. on airplane or do not disturb and just practice that one hour, yep. one hour. And so I've been doing it That's all this good. last week. I've been doing the dinner hour, which makes sense, right? So totally from about six to seven, usually when the Doan family tries to sit down, we prep a little bit beforehand, eat, and then after. So I'm just trying to put that hour mm. 
it's off. And then I'm trying to put the phone in the basket in the kitchen and then just leave it there for mm-hmm, the evening. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it still trails me. It is hard. I think, I think one like good thing of life too, that I struggle with quite honestly is do one thing at a time. Mm. So like, even if you're like watching a movie or something like, mm-hmm. you know, and then have you ever, I don't know if like you guys have experienced yeah. it in your house, but I've looked up and seen, oh, everybody's on their phone yeah. while we're watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I'm just like, this is dumb. What are we doing? We're not sharing time. Yeah. yeah this is not, this is not it. And right. so I, I want to be better about that. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're watching like a football game, it doesn't really matter if you're like checking stuff or sure. whatever, you know, but, um, but just trying to just, I, I think there's something about do, shared experience. Yeah. And like do one thing at a time and just that's good. do it well. I like right? that. Yeah. Anyway, that's just like a little side. That was side a good thought. question. But very good question. Thank you that you appreciate the rabbit holes. I don't know how many, <laughs> if you do, but I know there's so, there's we, we enjoy it. <laughs> we do. You kind of get a sense too of. If you were just a third person, Eric and I just hanging out, this is the things that happen. <laughs> it's actually very true. <laughs> uh, there's this little thing I like that she was talking about in there is like the, is avoiding the news, constant yeah. input of the news. Yep. Uh, and that's even something I was talking about like on yeah, Sundays, a little bit of this, like, don't mm-hmm. be, because I think we're very discipled by what we spend time on. Mm-hmm. So even if that's, you know, it's kind of like younger people, it's probably a little more social media stuff. And then a little bit older generations, it's a little more like news shows or right. whatever that might yep. be. And then kind of maybe in between, it's also like news on your phone. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, hey, try to limit the amount of time you're taking in that content. Yeah. Sure, be aware of what's going on in the world. Yeah. But don't just sit there and watch. Like right. it is, there is nothing good for you to watch cable news for three hours a night. Yeah. There's no reason. Just stop it. Yeah. <laughs> like I just straight up with no, no questions, yeah. no qualms, no holdbacks, just stop doing that. It's I think bad there, for you. there's situations like, like a, election a world night or event something. happens. You're trying to just make sense of no, it. That's right? totally different. Yeah. yeah that's totally but different. yeah, just the day in day out. Yes. Because as we know, um, news today, it's, it's a business. Yeah. So they're trying to keep you engaged by yep. shocking you yep. or drumming up something that will mm-hmm. keep you listening. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's mm-hmm. not just reporting. It's engagement. Yep, exactly. And so that's why we're starting to see some of the rise of some of these resources like this. I, I don't actually use the pour over, but like I know it is like a Christian based kind of summary hmm. of the news. And like, but I've seen, I think there's also some secular versions mm-hmm. of this as well, but it just kind of gives you like a, hey, here's so you know what's going on in the world. Right. Now just stop, be done. Yeah. You know, you can be done. It's okay. Yeah. Um. So, Spend some time, spend some more time in the word of God, a little less time on social media and, uh, the news. And that's a good lesson for me. I'm sure for you and I'm sure for everybody listening. Um, this is not something that we've just got perfectly dialed. Um, but that's been good, dude. Yeah. Anything else? I think we're great conversation. Yeah. Just, and and I think the blessing is we'll just enjoy being with God. (laughs) Absolutely. It is a true gift to be with God. All right. Thanks, Matt. And thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.